0: Hey everyone, I'm Stephanie Mayer, and this is the Pivot Syndicate, where we explore all things related to personal and professional reinvention. I came across this really cool list of questions to help you review your year. And I like looking back only to see what I did right, what I can improve on. And just to remind myself how long a year actually is. And in this year in particular, where time had no meaning, this was a really interesting exercise. If you're interested in these specific lists of questions, they're available over on daringtolivefully.com. I'll include that over on pivotsyndicate.com if it's easier for you to grab it there. But I also thought it would be real boring for y'all to listen to me read and respond to these questions. So I... Roped my very best friend, Kristen Kentner, into serving as MC for today's episode. So I am going to pass the microphone and let you take it from here.
1: Oh, excellent. They cover so many areas, which I really appreciated. So these are all great things to ponder. They really are good, good reflection questions. So here we are. All right. So first question, your biggest relationship accomplishment was? Knowing when to Zoom and when not to. Isn't it funny that in 2019, I didn't even know what Zoom was. Yeah. None
0: of us, none of us really used it.
1: (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. What made you
0: laugh? the hardest this year. I have to put it out there for the TikTok community. <laughs> I have been sucked into these ridiculous lip sync voiceover videos that some folks out there are seriously good at this.
1: Is the point of TikTok to lip sync?
0: Is that what it is? I don't know what the point of TikTok is. All it's right. Too, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: next question. What is a TV show you really enjoyed watching this year?
0: Oh, Lord. So I am one of those people that cut the cable cord ages ago. um, And I only have um, Amazon Prime and uh, YouTube and Netflix. So I don't even know what is TV. If you say YouTube, I have been watching. It's a tie between Beauty Within and then there's Alexandra Gator, DIY Danny, and the Sorry Girls, which are all Canadian. DIY room renovation and their creativity and their polarity is a nice thing to have this year.
1: If you could travel back to the beginning of the year, here's some advice I would give to myself. I wish this was a little bit more
0: profound But it really is buy a bike and start roller skating now (laughs) because I actually needed to be moving more this year.
1: And the cost of bikes skyrocketed around Mm -hmm. March 13.
0: Yep. (laughs) 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 So while I have visited a roller rink, (laughs) I do not own roller skates, nor do I currently own a bicycle.
1: Well, isn't it funny? Actually, in February of this year, I bought a bike at some ridiculous discounted rate and it was you know end of season. I'm thinking, oh, why not? I'll just buy a bike. I'll ride it on occasion. Little did I know that all means of transportation was going to (laughs) to halt within a month. So I actually did buy a bike before it all started. Of course, then I was mugged for the bike. But you know, (laughs) a whole other episode. Things got intense about bikes. My next question. The nicest thing you did for someone else this year? You'd actually have to ask them. I think it's a
0: weird aren't I cool for doing X kind of question? I don't know that there's anything I could say. Ooh, look at what I did for someone else. And is it narcissistic to do that? It's a very good point. I hope I did something nice. I hope even just doing this podcast, you know, was helpful to someone.
1: This year, I learned the following about myself.
0: Oh, what did I learn about myself? I I was really surprised by how much something like social media intake, media in general, like how much that influenced my perception of possibility and the world around me. And I, I always... Thought that I was above that sort of thing, you know, being influenced by the media was for other people. (laughs) And it's like, no, no, it kind of affects me. So, having doing a media audit, doing a social media audit, doing my own conversational topics and how I talk about things. So, it's not so much just about controlling other people, but really listening to myself. And am I repeating these things? Am I emphasizing the negative and not really making sure that I? For every sad, depressing thing that I talk about, can I balance that with something good, even if it's a struggle to find that?
1: Your biggest career accomplishment this year was? In the beginning of the year,
0: which is really hard to remember, January and February, because that was a completely different reality than what happened in March. But I had made the choice to leave corporate and go to this freelance contract model and I was finding such joy and flexibility in that. And then March hit, then April. And I had to be open enough to accept that reality and then find alternative means of revenue. Um, and then ultimately had to welcome the opportunity to go back to corporate the corporate structure and to not feel guilt about that. So those kinds of pivots and and Switches that happened in my career were not planned, and typically when things don't go the way I want them to in my life, um, I get a little cranky. And this year, I was—I gave myself a lot of grace in that area, so I'm, I'm really proud of how I treated myself through that.
1: In 2020, how did you break out of your comfort zone?
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody had a choice. I actually started recording voiceovers. So, voiceover work has been like this silly little fun dream of mine, but it was not something that I ever really thought that would become a reality anytime soon. <laughs> and then reality just got redefined. And still, I was like, oh, you know, I can do it for myself. And then um, my friend, Kristen Kentner, <laughs> asked me if I would like to take a chance on or attempt to record a kind of in end-of-year introspective for her music school. It not only was it uncomfortable to do such do something that was real, it was a real project, um, but also to let my friend direct me and to be less resistant. I was still resistant to direction, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but to recognize, oh, this is part of this whole process that I have to be open to taking direction. So it was just kind of There are some old skills, there were some brand new skills, there were some skills that I don't have yet. And it was just, it was not a comfortable place, but it was very fun.
1: So kind of on the same topic, an obstacle or challenge that you overcame this year?
0: It's the same sort of theme, feeling like a failure when plan A doesn't work out. Like that is, that's not just a 2020 obstacle. That's a life obstacle for me. Um, and normally, if I don't meet a challenge and and overcome it instantly, there's also a period of time when I have to, essentially, beat myself up. And then I've got to not only heal from whatever failure, quote unquote. I then have to heal from the the negative beating that I've just given myself. It's really pointless. And but we we all do it. It's just I think this year I made a lot of progress in being kinder to myself and I actually think I have I have you to thank for for one of my light bulb moments this year when you you said just give yourself permission to change your mind none of that is that sentence is profound but I'm not it, a very profound person <laughs> it hit me like it was the the Dalai Lama had said something and I was like oh yeah duh it's still my choice Now, whether or not it shows back up in future years, I can't guarantee, but I think I've made some progress this year.
1: I think Brene Brown would be very happy with your vulnerability (laughs) level right now. All right. The most fun you had all year. Oh, you know,
0: this answer is a little dicey because this was not the experience of a lot of people in this pandemic. So if it is going to trigger somebody, I apologize in advance. I do not mean to be disrespectful to the variety of experiences folks have had, but this was mine. I actually had a summer vacation. I had a summer vacation filled with K-dramas and naps and home projects and decor videos and cooking and zero money coming in the door. (laughs) And there were not a lot of parties, but it was, it was reminiscent of what summer vacation used to be without those obligations. And I have to say, as a 40-plus-year-old woman, that is not something that I have experienced since I was a kid. So uh, would I want to do it this way again? Probably not.
1: In 2020, what is the scariest thing you went through this year? How do you answer this question? All the scary things, and the list is long. How do you choose the number one?
0: Well, I will tell you, it's an annoying answer. I I actually didn't do fear this year.
1: Yep, that's <laughs> annoying. That's kind of annoying.
0: And I will say, it's almost like there was so much fear and so much going on that you just couldn't you couldn't feel it because it was so big. You have to understand. I went through the 08 crash in much the same way. I was. Unemployed, living on an air mattress at the the graciousness of my friend Kelly in her apartment for almost a year and a half. And I was paralyzed by fear at that point. And I know what it's like to not be able to to move forward, to see the future, to have hope at the beginning of this whole pandemic when I saw what was about to happen with my personal life. I said, you know, well, you know what it's like to do this in a spirit of fear you know what that's like. And I watched in 08, I watched people reinvent themselves and I watched the lemonade project happen and and people trying other ways of living and making money. And I couldn't embrace any of that. I did not have the bandwidth. I did not have the energy. I did not have the mindset to do it, but I wasn't the same person. And now I had a choice. Am I going to go through this in a spirit of fear, which would be very understandable. And I chose not to. And it was a daily, every time I could feel the fear or the anger or any of these very unhelpful kind of emotions, I would have a talk with myself about, you know, where this leads, this isn't helpful, this isn't going to help you be better, do more, find an alternative. If you don't get rid of these emotions, or not just get rid of them, because you have to acknowledge that they're there, but you can't give them center stage. So this year even though there were so many things going on I chose to I chose action over fear. And if it was I don't have a job then it was create a podcast. If it was you know I'm feeling lonely it's like go through my rolodex who have I not talked to in 2 years. And then it came down to if I don't like the direction of the country let me go vote. And I still don't think I did as much as many other people did but my personal fear was not something that I could indulge this year.
1: Do you think it's possible that you were able to do that because you went through 08 the way you did? Yes. You had that sort of in your back pocket?
0: I think there's a lot to be said of, I recognize this. I recognize this pattern. I recognize this this situation as it applies to me. So these were the exact same things that I was dealing with or that I dealt with in 08. And I dealt with it one way in 08. Now I have a bunch of other knowledge and skills and it's kind of, that was my hindsight. So I just came at this with a different knowledge of how it would pass. Because when I was on that air mattress, I didn't think it was ever going to end. And You know, I just thought this was it. I was a loser. I was never going to get a job. I was never going to be anybody because that was, the book was closed and you know, it was not, (laughs) those were the dark, dark days And I didn't want to, I didn't want to let that mindset take over this time because I wasn't the same person. And even though it's a similar situation, there were more resources this time around.
1: So in 2020, how did you grow emotionally? Well, and
0: it's funny because it actually segues, my answer segues for that um, because I really focused on identifying emotions correctly and making sure that I experienced them without spiraling. You know, you can't avoid and you shouldn't avoid experiencing your emotions, but you also have to make sure that you don't give them the reins of your life. Um, And that's a tricky balance. I don't think I have it all the time. I don't have it together all the time. But this year, really making sure that I understood when I was bored, when I was sad, when I was happy and that I could allow myself to be happy. And then really understanding when I didn't have the emotional bandwidth to think about the global scale of what everyone was going through. Because sometimes I just didn't. Most times I didn't. Most times I couldn't think beyond myself and my cat. What's the best
1: gift you received this year?
0: (laughs) The best gift I got was from Mr. Harold Hardaway. And that was his phrase, get up Trinity (laughs) from the Matrix. It's such a silly thing. How many times have we watched the matrix? How long ago was this movie? But when Harold came on, I think it was like episode two of the pivot syndicate. And he just said, he uses that phrase in moments of indecision. And when you're paralyzed to be like, you gotta get moving. You have to take the step forward, wherever that step is, you just have to get going. So I now say, get up Trinity Anytime I find myself throwing myself on the divan, crying the blues about whatever. <laughs> so thank you, Harold, as always. Yay.
1: Episode two, another five-star rating episode, like. <laughs> What is the nicest thing someone did for you this year?
0: God, I, there were so many little surprise things for me this year. So it's really hard to choose just one, but I, this one is one of the most recent and it was i got surprise homemade hand delivered to my door christmas cookies from my jewish diva friend shira and they were awesome i blacked out i inhaled them they disappeared <laughs> they were amazing now the flip side of this is i realized i kind of suck as her friend because i did not make <laughs> hanukkah cookies <laughs> and now I'm going to in 2021 my first goal of the
1: year. What were some of the books you read this year?
0: You know, it's a little embarrassing because I am a book nerd, but this year I really didn't read a lot of books. I just I've listened to quite a few, but I think the most recent and and one I hate to say it's going to become my Bible, but these two are vying for the the top spot, and that's Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And then Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. And I'm still listening to Everything is Figure Outable. I think I made like chapter five, and I, there's just so many notes that I have because you know what, honey? Everything is figure outable. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and visit us online at www.pivotsyndicate.com for more information.